Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard stories of UFO lore and legend. And today I want to talk about the evolution of reptilians according to the Lacerdophiles. And I made an episode based on the Lacerdophiles earlier. And I'll just recap it quickly here. Uh, the, the Lacerdophiles are an interview conducted by a human with a female reptilian. Uh, and first reports showed up on the internet about 1999-2000 and brought about some really interesting aspects. Uh, you can choose to believe them or not. But again, you know, my purpose of the podcast is to bring about the unheard of stories and a lot of people haven't heard these stories so I want to bring them bring them up and allow people to have discussion about them very interesting but it actually talks about what happened 65 million years ago and uh, Lacerda discusses that uh, it was not an asteroid that actually destroyed the uh, reptilian or dinosaur race it was actually an ancient war that took place between the reptilians and uh, the genetic farmer races that wanted to create their own uh, population or scientific experiments on earth so i'm going to read a little bit of the story as though i'm lacerda and just give you some information from her okay so she states <clears throat> based on their evolution uh that around 65 million years ago many of our unadvanced ancestors from the dinosaur race died in a great global cataclysm the reason for this destruction was not a natural disaster. It was not an asteroid impact, as your scientists believe falsely, but a war between two enemy alien groups, actually, that took mainly place in orbit and high atmosphere of our planet. According to the limited knowledge that they have about the early days of this global war, the first alien war on Earth... Uh, but it definitely was not the last. A future war was coming. Kind of a cold war, as we call it. Uh, between alien groups and has been ongoing the last 73 years on our planet, according to, to Lacerda. So that would have been from 2000 back 73 years, so what, 1924? Uh, the opponents in the 65-million-year-old war were two advanced alien species, both whose names, again, she couldn't pronounce, uh, we, she stated that we wouldn't be able to understand them according to her um, or that, that it would have hurt his ear, the interviewer's ear so she didn't name names uh, but she sta stated that one race was humanoid like our species but much older uh, and was from this universe from a solar system in a star constellation called Procyon P-R-O-C-Y-O-N on our maps the other species, about which we they, they did not know too much about, was a reptilian species. And they have nothing to do with Lacerda species because they evolved from local saurians without exterior influence, except the successful manipulation of our own genes by themselves. So Lacerda's people were able to successfully manipulate their own genes, but these dinosaur-like creatures uh, were evolved from local saurians, which were native to Earth, according to Lacerda. 
the advanced spe uh, reptilian species came not from this universe, but from uh, what she states is the true nature of the universe. Uh, she states that we don't have a lot of uh, intellect into the true mathematics and um, physics of the world uh, or of the universe. Uh, she stated that it was because of our own genetic programming, not because <laughs> we're unintellectual. Uh, so she states that, uh, to use a term that we can understand, the species came from, not from this universe, but from another bubble in the foam of the universe. Oh, in the foam of the omniverse. So she states that we might call it a different dimension, but it's not an accurate way to describe it. She says, uh, the term dimension is generally wrong by the way that we understand it. Uh, the fact that you should remember that advanced species are able to walk between bubbles by use of quantum technology and sometimes in special ways only by the use of their minds. She states in her own species they have advanced mental capabilities in comparison to humans obviously, uh, but they're not able to do the uh, bubble changing without, check, without their technology. She states that other species active on the planet are able to do this and looks like magic as any advanced technology would, right? Isaac Asimov. So she states back to their own history, the first species humanoids that reached Earth about 150 years before the reptilians and they built some colonies on some former continents and there was a large colony on a continent we call Antarctica today, and another one on Asia. And these people lived together with animal-like saurians on the planet without problems. So she's basically stating that human-like species and dinosaur-like species lived on the planet without problems. She stated that when an advanced reptilian species arrived in the system, the humanoid colonists from Procyon tried to communicate peacefully, but they were not successful, and a global war started within mere months. So she stated that we have to understand that both species were interested in this young planet, not for its biology and underdeveloped species, but for one reason only, raw material, especially copper. And to under understand this reason, she stated that we must know that copper was a very important material for some advanced species even today, because together with some unstable materials, they're able to produce a new stable element. And if you induce a high electromagnetic field in the right angle with a high nuclear radiation field to produce an overcrossing fluctuation field, and that's a lot of information, uh, the fusion of copper with other elements creates this field and it's very useful for various technological tasks. Uh, she did not state what those tasks were. Apparently they're above our heads. But both species wanted to have the copper uh, out of planet Earth for this reasons and they fought uh, a very, not a very long war, actually a pretty short war. Uh, and the humanoid species seemed to be successful during the first time, but in the last battle, the reptilians decided to use a mighty experimental weapon, a special kind of fusion bomb, which should destroy 
the life forms on the planet but not harm the valuable raw materials and the copper that they really truly wanted. Well, the bomb was fired in space and detonated at a point of the planet we call Middle America today. I don't know if that means the Midwest or not. Um, she stated, as it detonated in the ocean, it produced an unpredictable fusion with hydrogen, and the effect was much stronger than the reptilians had expected. The deadly radiation and overproduction of the fusion oxygen had a fallout uh, of different elements and basically created a nuclear winter for 200 years. As a result, most of the humanoids were killed from Procyon, and the reptilians lost their interest in the planet after some years. Uh, for unknown reasons, even to Lacerda, and maybe because of the radiation. So planet Earth was on its own again, and the animals on the surface died. Uh, and she stated that uh, the burning out process caused uh, iridium to uh, become uh, an element, and the human scientists today see iridium concentration in the ground as evidence for an asteroid impact that killed the dinosaurs. But Lacerda states that that's not true. Uh, that it was from this high-powered uh, weapon that the reptilians used uh, that was unsuccessful. And she stated that most of the dinosaurs died. Uh, at least the surface dinosaurs, uh, some of them that were in the oceans, were able to survive for the next 200 to 300 years, uh, but that they ultimately died after the climate change and nuclear winter uh, affected the oceans as well. So it's a fascinating story. Uh, it's really interesting to look at because it gives us an alternate view of what actually happened in the past. It always seemed kind of bizarre to me that an asteroid would take out the entire uh, planet and cause nuclear winter. It just seemed like, you know, if it did happen 65 million years ago, why hasn't there been any other proof in the past 65 million years that another species was taken out in the same manner? 65 million years seems like a long time to have that happen and a lot of potential time to have that happen. Um, so... That, that story was really interesting. Apparently later on, the reptilians came back, maybe a different reptilian species, but there are, another reptilian species came to Earth and is currently having issues uh, with the secret space program. Uh, and Corey Good, uh, who was part of that secret space program, talks about uh, issues that they're currently having with the reptilian uh, species that is on earth now and they're trying to get out of the solar system apparently there's a barrier in our solar system that does either allows or doesn't allow people to come in and out um, and so it protects us uh, and it was put there by a different species and Corey Good talks about that and I'm going to get into that in the next episode tomorrow so look out for that uh, we're going to get into the secret space program and Corey Good's um, experiences in it as well as uh, a couple of his other colleagues who are uh, intellectual um, uh, basically conveyors of information and they were uh, particularly selected for the secret space program to interface intellectually with, uh, with not only the reptilians but other alien species as well so until next time 
Stay safe, stay healthy, and take care of yourself. Lockdown Universe, out.